All righty. Welcome to another Root Issues podcast where Steve and I are gathered around the table to bridge the generational gap of what's in our culture. Hey, this episode is awesome as we're still just in the foundation series here on Sundays. This title for this week would be Experiencing the Sabbath Sabbath Rest of God. And so, you know, like, how do you rest? You know, and when I first heard the title, I was like, well, I rest every night. I fall asleep like in 30 seconds and then I don't wake up till it's time to wake up. But, you know, as Steve was teaching on Sunday, there is a deeper rest, yeah. a deeper rest. There's a soul rest. And I loved as Steve was talking just about the chaos in the world to the chaos in our own lives right. to how the voice of God comes and always brings order. So I'm going to turn it over to Steve and let him yeah. kind of start us out here. Sure. Yeah, because I, I think, boy, is there something that's so elusive out there for all of us, which is this idea of peace and rest. And then we come into the church and this the, such confusion about Sabbath. What is that? You know, and, yeah. and we, go to, we go to extremes. Oh, I don't have to do anything. Yeah. I'm free in Christ on mm-hmm. one side or the other side, which is the, you know, again, the Judaizing is still around. Oh, we got to, you know, keep the Sabbath. Yeah. Saturday is the Sabbath. It's never changed. We got to, you know, sundown to sun. We got to be Pharisees about it, right? And, and neither one of those is healthy, right, or biblical for today in understanding what Jesus has done right through the gospel. Well, yeah, and that's the way I've always felt because, you know, people will be like, so, Chris, you're a pastor. When is your Sabbath? Right, right. You know, and I'm like, well, it would be Saturday, right, because that's Sabbath is yeah, Saturday. Right. And, then, you know, and you explain that a little bit on Sunday, but, but I always work. Maybe not on mm-hmm. church stuff, but I'm like mm-hmm. doing stuff at the house. And so I was always like just in this tortured environment, like I'm mm-hmm. a bad follower mm-hmm. of Jesus because I don't have a Sabbath. I'm like, I'm always doing something. And we could go deep in this yeah. theology. Go to John 5, right? Jesus yeah. says, my father is still working and I am working. So this mm-hmm. idea that God rested, like didn't do anything on the seventh mm-hmm. day, yeah. is, that is wrong theology. Is mm-hmm. What we saw, if we had a true understanding of what's happening in Genesis chapter 1 is, is God's preparing a temple, the yeah. creation, and then all the way to that seventh day he, and he keeps saying it's good it's good it's good on that seventh day was the inaugural ceremony of the temple god yeah. in his presence entered into creation mm-hmm. it is good he rested in other words that's all through ancient israel history and uh, ancient middle east history and yeah. through the bible and everything uh Solomon's temple seven years to build yeah. it the seventh year yeah. the kind of glory of god enters rests under god's presence exists in a temple if god's presence isn't there it's not a temple yeah and so this was a god he came down and, and into the garden uh and to exist and to live and abide with adam mm-hmm. and eve and and again we see that's god's heart all the way yeah. through and we see jesus fulfillment of that in in him saying i destroy this temple i'll mm-hmm. rebuild it in himself in christ and then of course the pouring out of the spirit we are now this yeah. this presence right until the new jerusalem returns a return of the garden though it'll yeah. be better and we'll talk about that in the in chapter three but um so i think this in the, the beauty too i think when you look at the big scoping things of genesis one two and three but especially one and two where we're at is this we see in, in verses one and two we see the chaos mm-hmm. over and you know that most likely obviously there's no chaos in god so that's the fallenness of satan yes. corrupting into the world we know satan's already in the garden yeah right and so God, the Spirit's hovering over this chaos, yeah. and God starts speaking order into mm-hmm. it. 
And then what a beautiful picture, right? That's yeah. what he did. Gospel. There's the gospel, right? Yeah. Is is in the chaos of our lives, right? When we come to Jesus, the Spirit comes, and what does He do? He speaks it's order right. over yeah. our life, and that's spiritual formation. He speaks order, and are we not young people, right? Mm-hmm. The chaos, the confusion, the enemy is reeking out there. Is they're looking? Where's the order? Yeah. Where's the peace? And you can't have peace without the order, right? No. And only the Spirit of God is the one to come and to bring all those fragmented pieces and the gospel, right, and salvation. It brings it together and wholeness mm-hmm. brings peace, shalom, right, yeah. into the chaos of our lives. Just a beautiful picture. And we see that's what God did with all of creation in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all throughout history, he's the one, the Spirit moves, right? Where there's chaos, there's darkness, there's the enemy at yeah. work. Where there's yeah. confusion, mm-hmm. the enemy is at work. There's spiritual warfare, and we need to call upon the Spirit. And we as as temples of the presence of yeah. God, when we step into things, we're to bring order, we're to bring peace, right, into the chaos, yeah. right, into into our culture. So, um, I, and I think we, we covered a lot of ground just theologically on the Sabbath. We'd love to engage anyone if they have questions about yeah. the more details of that, but just simply put, Jesus, re, you know, he says, I'm the Lord of the Sabbath. Get your eyes on me, yeah. off of the law of little, this is what you can and can't do can't on do, that yeah. seventh day. I am the Lord of the Sabbath, and Hebrews says, those who believe in him have entered his rest, yes. right? And uh, and then, of course, just the book of Acts shows that, you know, the early church did not impose on the Gentile believers Sabbath-keeping the law, strict law yeah. itself. Now, that does not let us off the hook. I try to uphold, just from a discipline standpoint, some sense of honoring the Sabbath, sundown on Friday to sundown— or. Wait, yeah, sundown on, Saturday, on Friday to sundown on Saturday. Yeah, just to take, try to get my work done. Uh, but there's no, I'm not bound to the law on that, yeah. right? And and to just honor that rhythm that's built mm-hmm. into to our ca- calendar, right? Yeah. But that led, I, you know, we kind of wrapped everything around this one big statement. Nothing is more restful mm-hmm. than to know we've been aligned in our hearts and our lives with God's word, yeah. His will, and His works. And uh, what we see in, in, in this integration in the seventh day when God yeah. rested, his presence entered in to abide with Adam and Eve and all of his creation. God entered his creation to abide there. It is now he's partnering. He's entering mm-hmm. in. Now it's like, Adam, let's get to work. Yeah. Come on, let's partner. Let's walk in this garden. Now I want you to take dominion. I'm going to walk with you, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to glorify me, and you're going to bring proper sacrifice yeah. to me. Think about Ab- Cain and Abel, that yeah. whole thing, right? You're going to bring a proper. We're going to bring proper worship in this mm-hmm. uh, scenario, and uh, so now we're called as children into this presence. So a temple, uh, these things, rest. A temple and the presence of God, all those are integrated, right, mm-hmm. together. Yeah. And uh, when we think about our own bodies, 1 Corinthians 6, as the temple, right, of the Holy Spirit is rest and then the presence of God. How does all that work? And to truly rest means that I have a time where I come and I lay everything down before him and we have some questions just to work through. Am I aligned? Mm-hmm. Because we get out in the world, right? Chaos takes over, we get beat up, and our flesh starts being tempted, yeah. and we start forming to the world, and we need time to enter in to realign my life with the kingdom of God, with yeah. the kingdom of heaven, right? And uh, and that's where we enter into this idea of aligning with his word, his will, and his works. And um, maybe we can dive in and talk yeah, about like, that. Yeah, like, I mean, when you think about, like, word, will, and works, you know, it seems like it's a manageable thing. I mean, it's like when you talk about, like, you know, when everything goes to chaos— you know, the old me, like four years ago, would have run to the cake icing. 
<laughs> like that's where I would have found my order. Like I got a can of cake icing. I'm sitting on the couch watching TV, you know, but then, you know, but it never would have occurred to me. Like, you know, there, there has to be a time out when that chaos comes, no matter what it looks like, but just to go get in alignment with God. Yeah. Like that thought was never on my mind and that's how I became addicted to food, yeah. you know, and I used it as a comfort tool. But I mean, it's like, yeah, like this alignment. So like, you know, before, you know, you got, you know, word, will and work Mm -hmm. and so like how does one align to the word yeah yeah so you know know. on sunday we threw out these questions and Mm -hmm. boy we could go deep on all these but sabbath rest how do i and we just have such a confusing because we each we really take at least i'm speaking about myself but i think it's you know i think we all struggle with this is it's very very selfish to some Mm. extent i need i need this i'm gonna go get a bike ride i'm gonna go get some exercise absolutely there's nothing wrong with any of that but that's not sabbath rest yeah that's my own understanding of man. I need to reduce or however we want to term it. You know, term it. So my and cake have, icing is and there's the culture rest. has all kinds yeah. of apps and everything to yeah. help people rest. Right. Yeah. This is a whole nother of a holistic rest, all mm-hmm. the way down to the depth of my soul, what God's called me into, and so I have to remove myself like Jesus did on a regular basis. Uh, to get with God and with my Father and align my heart and my life and be willing to be exposed. This mm-hmm. is important, right? Before God it means I have to be willing to come into a place and repent mm-hmm. of when I've gotten out of alignment. And so that begins with the Word of God and this, you know, big question of, man, uh, what are we looking at? Um, uh, what are we not looking at, I should say, with a biblical lens? In yeah. other words, am I looking at things? And, of course, today politics is a big deal. Am Absolutely. I looking at things from a political lens or a media lens or or, or the influence of my peers or my mm-hmm. TikTok or my Instagram yeah. or whatever? Is that where my lens is being formed? Or in, like, all the issues out there. Like, we, we got a thousand issues we could talk about today, yeah. social issues. What's informing my conviction on those issues? Is it the Word of God? Right or is it something else? Yeah. And am I, have I done the time to go before God and to lay my questions before Him? And am I in a process, right, of Lord, my lens must be Your Word. Am I in alignment in my heart and in my life with Your Word? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a process that just isn't doesn't can't just happen on one day a week. That has to be a living process. But the idea of a Sabbath is. Is I come to get recharged and yeah. lay all that down right before him to kind of revamp that process right in my life. And, uh, you know, uh, and this takes some alignment, right? And so the other question along those lines would be where are we not in alignment with the Word of God? Mm-hmm. So is there an area of my life where I'm not in alignment? In other words, is there an area in my life or my convictions that where I'm at odds mm-hmm. with what God's Word says? If I am, and I hold, kind of hold, you know, uh, that's serious business, and I think that's what we have to wrestle with today that I think we take way too lightly. If I'm at odds with the Word, I need to come, then basically I'm out of communion. God's mm-hmm. not going to, you know, again, that's where I can't enter the temp. You know, I'm yeah. rejecting God's revelation, His Word on something. And uh, that's just important, right, to flesh that out. And, and, again, these things shouldn't just be happening in isolation with me. This is discipleship. This is yeah. with others, right, challenging Absolutely. each other on these questions. Yeah. But I, I do need Sabbath rest where I come myself, just get honest before God. Lord, just uh, is there an area in my life, you know, and this is where I repent. Lord, I'm, uh, forgive me. Wash me for that. Or, you know, get, show me your word and and let my let my heart and my eyes be aligned right with your word well let me just say this because i think like you know maybe somebody who's maybe a little further out there 
you know, maybe who hasn't experienced this before, you know, they might be like in their brain, they're calculating like, there is no rest in this. This seems like a lot of work. Like, you know what I mean? Like to go and like to search my heart, you know, like, I mean, I talked to so many dads and they'll be like, uh, Chris, we're just not as introspective as you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I am a little more introspective, but, but it is, it's like, you know, and so there is, there's this encouragement of like, you know, the small try, you know? And so like a small try would be like, you know, if there is something that's troubling you, if there's something that's keeping you awake when you go to lay down your head, those are the things that you want to come and say, God, how is this unaligned with your word? Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to know the biblical everything. You don't need to know all that's in the Bible, if it's just the simple question of, like, asking God, like, mm-hmm. God, this is keeping me up. I can't go to sleep. I keep wrestling with this thought. This thought mm-hmm. keeps coming, you know, and then just laying it before him and saying, hey, show me yeah. how this is out of line with your word. And he may do that through a friend. He may do that sure. through discipleship. It may Somebody just may come up to you on a Sunday and be like, mm-hmm. you know, just talking, and then you get the answer. But I think the, I, I think the work doesn't have to necessarily be – you know, on your knowledge and your ability to understand everything that's in the scriptures, it's having enough belief to ask God, like, will you show me? Absolutely. And then that's the start. Because I want to go all the way back mm-hmm. to one of your first statements was, like, living in the alignment with God is freedom. Absolutely. And so when we look at this, like, yes, it does seem like, oh, well, this is just more Sabbath work. But you're living in freedom. And so this is a freeing time when you get with God and you're able to dump and process alignment back to him. Yeah, and I think – I don't know if it's work as as much as it is. It it should be seen as deep – yeah, it's relational work. Yeah. Right? Uh, in other words, I'm aligning. I'm coming as a child. I'm trying to align myself with the kingdom of heaven and align myself right before God. And 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 if there's a barrier, if there's friction, mm-hmm. then yeah, there can't be rest. Yeah. And that has to be. And so, and and it's not that I'm going to come out of that time with all the answers and everything. No. But I am. Rest happens. Peace comes when I come to a place of open hands before God. Lord, I don't understand this issue. I don't understand this issue in my life, but. I'm going to trust you with it, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to hold back. I'm not going to impose on you my, uh, you know, ideas or my what I want or what I think. I'm going to ask you, Lord, right, to reveal it to yeah. me, and I'm willing to be exposed for my thoughts, my actions, right? Mm-hmm. Lay those down in repentance and have God, and, and there that's. That's that temple work, priestly work of going vertical, bringing a sacrifice, making my preparing. Right before you go in the temple, you always had to purify yourself, yeah. right? And so there's so many, so much imagery here. We're called yeah. the priesthood of all believers now, right? And and for me to have that restful place where I'm right with God, mm-hmm. right, is that I, I have to be willing to be vulnerable, open, exposed before the Almighty. That's deep work, and most people have not. In our, our in our lives, but like you mentioned, somebody said, "I'm not very introspective." Is that um, mm, then they have not really had anyone help them right with the spiritual life mm-hmm. and in the soul, the the language of their heart yeah. being connected, right? And I mean, I think everybody can kind of relate to like if, you know if you're married and you're hitting on all pistons with your spouse, mm-hmm. it just feels good. Yes, that Freedom. means you're in alignment, right? <laughs> If you've got children and you're hitting on all pistons with your kids, there's mm-hmm. lots of high fives going, laughter, joy. Right. Everybody's happy with what got put down at the dinner table that mm-hmm. night. You're in that freedom. And, and, I, and, you know, and like for young adults, like if you're clicking with your friends and you've got that total unity, yeah. that freedom is what 
you know, Steve is like talking about here with God. But we don't always connect that we should have that same relational connection with him. And I think that's where maybe people miss out on, well, how do I do this? Well, you You do it with your wife. You do it with your kids. You do it with your friends. Now do it with God. Yeah, and if there's a horizontal relational problem with Uh my wife or my kids, you know, then that just shows there's a vertical problem. Mm -hmm. right? Any horizontal problem is the result of a vertical problem. Yeah. And, and there's that Sabbath rest. I, if I'm right with God, I get to mm-hmm. take whatever the issue is to him and take the time and the work to get aligned with the kingdom yeah. of heaven. Then he is going, he promises, right, to bring, right, that healing, that alignment mm-hmm. on, the, on the horizontal. And, um, yeah, that, that's, and so when we don't, when we struggle, like, you know, I know just raising kids, five kids, right, from Michelle and I, <laughs> some of our toughest times yeah. of not being in alignment at all were because of we had at odds in how uh, we were parenting together mm-hmm. on yeah. certain things. And man, nothing there was, and what did that do? It rained chaos into the household, <laughs> right? Dad said and, I could. And, and uh, exactly, right? And the kids, what happens in chaos when the mom and dad aren't aligned? Kids take over. Oh, yeah. Right? Cause they, and they start vying for power and who, you know, we, it just goes, it goes chaos, right? Yeah. So, and that's just an illustration of, mm-hmm. of, anything right in, yeah. in our life and so boy it got you know, jesus right yeah. what did he say matthew 11 come to me all you who are weary heaven i'll give you rest for your soul mm. right take my yoke upon you learn from me i'm gentle i'm humble yeah. you know you'll find rest for your soul and uh because he is the lord of the sabbath mm-hmm. right and so it's about coming to him aligning with jesus and his kingdom mm. right yeah. and uh boy that's where the fruit of the spirit love joy peace the rest of god right uh fills in and there's just nothing more restful than to know that man i'm right with god i'm mm-hmm. right with him i'm i'm you know um and uh, and that's where the scripture talks about being blameless david mm-hmm. said I, I you know talk about being blameless the new testament talks about being blameless before god and mm-hmm. and you say well how can that be we've all yeah. messed up it's because I've brought myself before God, and I've received the forgiveness of God. I've repented of the things that I'm aware of, and I can rest. He's yeah. forgiven me. I'm blameless before him. I'm at peace. I'm at rest with my God. And again, I think I use it. I don't know if I did on Sunday, but man, that beautiful imagery of Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. The storm. The, these are professional yeah. fishermen. The storm's raging. It's yeah. radical chaos. Matter of fact, in Hebrew scripture, the idea of sea, the sea, the ocean, the waters is, yeah. is a, Im, always an imagery of chaos. chaos. And the storm's going and the disciples, you know, finally get frustrated. Wake up, Jesus. What are you doing? We're going to die. Yeah. You know, uh, and Jesus is asleep mm-hmm. in the midst of the storm. He's living in a level of peace and rest yeah. because he's, he's right with the Father. Yeah, right. and the disciples show basically what we do: run with our hair on fire. Yeah, you know, and not <laughs> trying uh, to figure it out, being busy, being you know, not yeah. so. Yeah, beautiful picture, throwing somebody under the bus, saying it's their fault. But I mean, it's like you know. So when we think about it, it's like we have to grasp this concept that you know you don't have to be a great introspective person. You don't have to, uh, you know. For me, I would say like you know, and you you can tell me if I'm wrong, but you know, it's like if you are in chaos. And you sense that, you know, a, a great Sabbath practice would be to just sit down, get a piece of paper if you're a writer or on your computer or on your phone, and just make a list of what is troubling you and print it, present it before God. Yeah. Just to lay it before God, like, God, I'm giving you all of this. And this should be a, a, a 
part of discipleship. Yeah, absolutely. If I don't know how to do these things, this is the whole idea of mm-hmm. I'm going to go lay hold of somebody who's more mature than myself. Show me how to do this. Yeah. Show me how to align with your word. Show me how to align myself with the word of God and his will yeah. and his works. Right? And, and pray and learn yeah. to pray with somebody. Uh, we all have to be taught that, right? Yeah. Um, so that just that you know, word—that's the word. Then the will lining mm-hmm. with his word. You, we just threw this question out. Yeah. You know, are we making or did we make any decisions without yeah. seeking God's will? Boy, right when I just let my flesh, myself, make the decisions in my life, then I'm just open chaos yeah. into my life, and I'm leaving God out. Mm-hmm. Um, and James four right says, "Don't who do you are you think you're going to often do these business decisions and go to this city and do work yeah. and blah blah blah? You should be asking, what's the will of God?" So I think we just go through the line. Is mm-hmm. what decisions? And you think about even among believers, and we're all guilty of it. Of man, we're going to go date somebody. We're going to go take a job. We're going to go move to this city. And have we is have we gone before God and asked Him? Is His blessing yeah. on that? Am I going realizing this is what God has is you know? And oftentimes we do not hear clearly about God's will in our life because we haven't given Him time. Mm-hmm. We haven't taken the time. To listen and wait, say God, I'm not moving until you until I get yeah. a word from you, right? And so that's a that's a big question where we have to repent. Lord, mm. sorry, I jumped out and I thought I just in my own wisdom knew what was right. I made this decision without taking time, yeah. right, to ask for your guidance in this, right? God, God just wants to be our partner. Back to the garden, yeah. He entered into creation to partner with Adam and Eve in the work. Yeah. So am I partnering with him in my work, in, yeah. in my daily life of the decisions I'm making? What am I, you know, it should be every morning. Lord, what do we got today? Yeah. Come on. But, I mean, you go back to what you just said, like, you know, like, uh, I realized that, man, I jumped out at that. Mm-hmm. Dude, that looks so good. I wanted it. I took it. I didn't yeah. ask and seek God's counsel. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, the, one of the lies that filters in there from the enemy is like, oh, you messed it up. Yeah. Just leave it be. Yep. Sit in it. Deal with it. It's your own mess. Yep. But, I mean, what you're you're encouraging us to do is go ahead and go before God and yeah. say, like, oh, my goodness, I didn't ask you. Because if I don't repent mm-hmm. and if I don't ask for his forgiveness, then guess what? That sin, that decision is uncovered. That means yeah. the enemy will take it and use it to reap guilt, shame on me, yeah. right? And it will be this barrier for me moving forward and understanding his will. I've seen it a thousand times when somebody feels like they are blocked in hearing from God and getting direction from God. You need, we all need to step back. Lord, where did I go? Where did I leave mm-hmm. trusting you? Where did I leave parting with you? Where did I start making decisions on my own relationally, yeah. financially? Just go down a list of things. Yeah. I go back. I repent. Lord, sorry. I lay that down. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He restores us. That's, he what, you, that's the what they need to hear. They need to hear yeah. that, that there is restor- restoration on the other side. Because Absolutely. the lie is like, no, he won't restore that. Right. Right. So just, you know, just keep it under wraps and you just suck it up. Yeah. And so I think there are so many people who get caught into that. Like, Absolutely. I'm just sucking it up. Like, no, yeah. I can't blame God for this hey look we've all been him. there yeah right? we've all been there yeah right whatever you know just whatever yeah. the decision is and uh but no he's gracious yeah, and forgiving. just encouragement yeah. for just go for the restoration Absolutely. which means you're gonna have to be like yeah i own it i screwed it up you know yeah. but he can restore what you screwed up but yeah. if you don't give it to him it's a blockage, and, he, and you're not going to see that restoration come. Absolutely. The, the other thing I say about the will, lining with his will, mm-hmm. is that just the, the priority on my being, 
all through the scripture, his, he states over and over what his will for our life is. Or his will for our life is we be set apart, holy, like him. Mm-hmm. So if the priority of my life is that, Lord, yeah. I, I, I want to grow to be like you. In yeah. all totality of my life, guess what the work that we'll get to next, the work, the actual doing part mm-hmm. of things, it becomes very clear. Yeah. Right? Oftentimes, I, am, I, I will get completely out of whack in the sense of what I should be doing Right, if if I'm out of alignment when it comes to God's will, mm-hmm. right for uh, for holiness, for yeah. for what I'm becoming, the, my being, right, mm-hmm. my inner, my soul, my heart. Anyway, that leads us to the last question: this idea of aligning with His work, mm-hmm. and with the works. And the question would be, you know, are we allowing the Father and Jesus, right, yeah. through the Holy Spirit, to establish our work? Yeah. Because Ephesians 2.10 is profound. We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, yeah. right, for good works. That God prepared these works for each of us to do beforehand, yeah. right? So he has stuff for us to do. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned Jesus at the end. Father, I've completed the work you gave me. Paul, I'm yeah. ready to be poured out. Lord, yeah. I've accomplished the, what you gave me to do. That's finishing well. Yeah. And um, this is where we all should be headed towards, right, is to think, oh, God's got stuff for me to do. And what mm-hmm. an exciting thing. Wake up in the morning. Guess what? Yeah. God has some yeah, divine, but he's got yeah. some stuff. So the more I get into Sabbath rest, the more I align with the kingdom of heaven, his word, his will, and his works. Guess what? Those works, we start getting clarity. Yeah. And let me just say, this this transcends what, what job I have. Yeah. This is not about yeah. what job I have. You know what? It doesn't really matter. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. He's very concerned about our job, and he will lead and guide the details yeah. of what job I have when I have it. But deeper than all that, right, is, boy, his works in the midst of my vocation. Yeah. What he is the influence I have and what he has me mm-hmm. right to do. Uh and in, in the, the, it's just like anything. The closer I am, the more intimacy I have with God, the greater detail of revelation about yeah. what I should be doing will I get from him. Yeah. No, without a doubt. And, I mean, it's like, you know, because I think, yeah, like, the big question always is, like, what is God's will for my life? Right. You know, and I think our biggest mistake is we ask that question, but we don't ask all the questions leading up to that yeah, question. Exactly. Like, that question will be answered when we say, God, what should I do? take in college or you know maybe you're feeling prone toward mathematics well mm-hmm. then go take a degree in mathematics and figure out what you want to do with it but ask god along the way right you know and i think you know that i think in our country you and i were bantering about it but like we have so much freedom like we can decide what we want to do yeah in, in all of history no <laughs> one know. has had the level of decisions freedom of decisions over yeah. our life like we have yeah. right jesus he did wow. not have a decision about what his vocation was he was going to be a carpenter, carpenter. right yeah. and throughout the history of the world most people um, end up doing what their father the trade yeah. their father did and and so uh it, this is something new so it yeah. does add a level of stress it does yeah. add a greater responsibility because we have more choices yeah. we have more choices today than anyone ever who's walked on the face of the earth so even more important that we learn to enter his sabbath rest yeah. right and i mean i think that's the, that's the ending thing. It's like the big question to answer is this. Am I in alignment with God, yeah. with his word, his will, and his works? If I'm in alignment, then I'm where I need to be. Yeah. If I'm not in alignment, well, then maybe there's some processing to do in that Sabbath rest. And that Sabbath rest is freedom. And as Steve said, like mm. discipleship is so key. Like finding someone who can show you what somebody showed them. Like, the person you find, they're not just going to be the divine counsel. Somebody showed them. And so if you are, like, trying to figure this out, then send us an email at rootissues at ccasman.com, and we can help connect you with somebody who can show you what someone showed them, and that is discipleship. Hey, thanks for listening to this Root Issues, your midweek jolt. 
We'll be here next week. Until then, may God bless you.